Webmaster Radio helps you to find your inner peace and help you discover the key to success. Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. Whether you are a newbie or an experienced Internet explorer, it's time to find the answers that you seek. Ask the questions that others are afraid to ask and earn the rewards of your good karma. And now Webmaster Radio presents Good Karma. And now here is your host, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Hey everybody, welcome back to another excellent show here where we help out newbies learn stuff and also teach old dogs new tricks. This week we're going to be chatting about affiliate marketing stuff with Scott Chandro, um, formerly of Be Free, and now he's doing his own affiliate marketing um, quite successfully. And you can look him up at jangro.com. Scott, you on the line? Yes, I am. Hi, Greg. Cool. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing really well. How about you? Can't complain. Ranking and pulling in traffic, converting it. <laughs> It's Never cool. complain when that happens, you know? Right on. <laughs> so um, you want to uh, start off and let's start talking about what are some of the affiliate strategies out there today. Uh, sure. Um, you know, we could probably spend the whole show on this, but um, you know, there are many, as many strategies as there are affiliate marketers. But um, I don't know, you know, first strategy, you know, first is just finding something to promote. Um, you know, as for what to promote, you know, you either, in this business, you either chase the money or you go with your interests. And, um, I don't know, for me, I've pretty much used up all my my personal interests years ago, so I just keep an ear to the ground and try to find something that I think I can do well with. You know, I, I do better when some, it's something that's interesting to me, but, um, you know, it helps if you're really interested in cell phone plans or something that's big money, but, yeah. you know, it's funny. <laughs> It's funny how women's shoes or uh, mortgages can can become interesting when they make money. <laughs> I know the feeling. I actually <laughs> have joined some of the weirdest programs out there, and not because they were making money, but just because I was getting so bored. Because as you say, you either got to go after money or you have to go at it because you personally like it. I think yeah. I reached a low, the low point in my, my affiliate marketing career when I applied to the big girl bras program well hey i've been there too and you know <laughs> that one actually it just pays out so well and there's no competition <laughs> if anyone's going out there plus size lingerie just a little free tip it's good to go um, yeah. they, the price point is double than regular lingerie i don't know why because let's face it it's lingerie it's not like they're using that much more material um, and because they're plus size, they don't want to buy it in stores. So take a good tip from Scott and Greg. Go plus size lingerie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but um, you know, it's funny. I was just. I don't, do you um? It's funny. We're almost like a real industry here. You know, we've got magazines now and stuff. This uh, revenue magazine, and I just got in the mailbox. Oh yeah. Web, website services magazine. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that one, but I ha uh, the revenue magazine I've been getting for over a year now. Yeah, um, it's um, it's, it's kind of weird, but um, see, magazines just about this stuff. But um, <laughs> you know, this, I think the website services magazine, I, I, not to give them a 
plug or anything, but um, the first one was, I thought it was kind of lame. It was made on really thick stock paper, so it felt good, but it was pretty light on content, but I'm flipping through the new one, which I literally got a half an hour ago. It's got some pretty decent stuff in there, but it's talking about um, retail, online retail, and, and talking about um, bras. Um, they have some, there's a story about some com, um, com score tests uh-huh. and conversion rates and buyers and um, search, you know, buyers who do search and how many convert really? overall, and then comparing comparing their conversion offline versus online. And they're saying that, like, um, overall, 63% of people that search online for something end up converting offline, you know, the ones who convert. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that, yeah. And uh, it just occurred to me that we're, uh, you know, we're doing a lot of work for nothing here. Yeah, we're getting shafted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as much as good as our conversions are, I knew if I had a real store and I was, you know, doing it online and offline, I'd be making a ton more money. Oh, you're not kidding. Oh, man. But, but hey. Uh, yeah, but that's our world. Yeah, how else can you make, you know, six figures in your pajamas? Exactly. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, it's getting back to strategies. Um, you know, so you know, once you get something to promote, then, you know, then what? You know? Paid search or natural search, those are your choices, right? Or email. But we don't do email. Um, yeah. You know, and then what kind of SEO you want to do, or, you know, what some people refer to as black hat and white hat. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I, tend to, I tend to shy away from black hat myself. I'm just too chicken. Uh, but, uh, nothing, against my, nothing against my black hat friends. I have lots of them. <laughs> I envy them. But uh, I, just, I just don't like running, you know? Yeah, when you piss off a lot of people, they can make your life a little nuisance, you know? They can, yeah, it's not fun being black hat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Dave M's made it work for him in public and private, so good for him. <laughs> but, um, you know, so, you know, whether it's, you know, I do a lot of paid search and natural search, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I guess different things work for different people depending on, what you like to do and your attention span. I can't stare at a spreadsheet for more than 10 minutes without wanting to kill myself. So paid search is a tough one for me. But, um, you know, other people are obsessed by it. It's like, yeah. it's like going to Vegas. Uh, but That's another thing I just can't get into, the whole Vegas thing. You know, because I'm a big uh, math man, and I know the odds. Uh-huh. So, you know, if it's blackjack, you know, and you're counting cards, that's one thing. I could see the interest in that because the odds are with you. Right. But, you know, just gambling in general, just not doing it for me. I don't know. You don't have to be, you don't have to be good at math to, um, to realize that you're not, your odds aren't great in, in Vegas. Just, just look around. <laughs> yeah, it's not And what they're building with all that money. Then again, I do hang out with some pretty hard, uh, hardcore blackjack players. And uh-huh. um, the last time we were out there for a, uh, a search conference, um, one of them actually won over forty thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah. Um, he was doing some hardcore stuff. He was, you know, playing five thousand dollar hand, and he doubled down on it. So. Because <laughs> you always double down on eleven. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You watched Eugene Swingers? I was watching that last night. Hilarious. Uh, so, 
on to uh, back to the affiliate stuff and not just how affiliates spend their money. <laughs> um, how is a good way to find affiliate deals out there? Um, you know, I guess many people have their favorite network, you know, Commission mm-hmm. Junction, Link Share, um, ad networks, um, you know, Attractive, Azugal ads, buy ad, you know, stuff in the, in, in the UK and Europe. Um, that's probably the easiest way to go about it, and, you know, it's mostly what I do. Um, you know, but it also has, it also helps a lot to have friends to get ideas from. You know, if you have, you know, the buddy system, you know, in this industry goes a long way. Um, that's um, one of them to find. The buddy system is key. It is. Um, without the buddy system, it, the Internet can be a cold place if you're standing out there by yourself. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but if you start networking and, you know, regularly IMing or calling, you know, four, five, six, ten, twenty friends regularly, um, you can actually start supporting each other a lot and gaining a lot of benefit from that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, I think um, a lot of people treat this like, you know, transactional, don't want to talk to anybody. Um, it's part of working in your pajamas, I guess, is uh, not having to talk to people, but you know, it really helps. It really helps. Well, I just don't want to talk to the affiliate managers. <laughs> <laughs> I just want them to tell me how much they're going to pay me, and then I say, no, not enough, give me more. Then they give me more, and I walk away. But that's about as much as I need to talk with them about. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's the, way to, that's the way to get the best deals, you know, is to unfortunately pick up the phone and, and uh, talk to those guys. You know, it's... You know, their job is to make as much money too, right? So they're not going to just give you their best deal off the bat. Oh, yeah. um, Whenever you see the public numbers published in CJ or any other, you know, big um, network like that, those are not the best numbers. Mostly not, yeah. Yeah, they are nowhere near the best numbers you can get. Especially on CPA stuff. Ah. You know, the um, retail numbers, those are, you know, their margins are thin, so they don't have a long way to go, but yeah, CPA stuff is, you know, starts out really low. You know, I know um, one, you know, group that they actually will drive significant amounts of traffic just at the low level, sort of like knocking on the door saying, hi, here we are, you know, look at us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then once the affiliate manager wakes up and looks at his spreadsheet and realizes, holy crap, this one affiliate group is, you know, driving 30 or 40 percent of my sales mm-hmm. and then they say by the way we're not happy with the commissions now <laughs> right, right let's renegotiate for some reason the affiliate managers always greatly increase the money <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth yeah i mean it, you know they can they can they can get greedy and you know so it helps to uh you know if you can afford it you know if you're doing paid search it's tough to, to make money and sometimes on the lowest commission levels but but yeah money you know Traffic talks, and if you can uh, show them that you got the stuff, they'll they'll do what you need they need to do to keep you. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and that's one great way of improving the existing deals. You know? Yep. Um, another great tip I think would be going to conferences and actually making face-to-face contact, because when you build up, in my experience, when I've built up personal relationships with the managers. They always like dealing with people they can trust. Absolutely, know? absolutely. And I've made a number of uh, friends over the years who are affiliate managers, and 
you know, most of my most of my best deals are with people I know personally. You know, and there's yeah. no coincidence there. You know. Oh, exactly. You know, um, and again, it's just going back buddy system. Um, not that I would really call affiliate managers buddy, but I, I like dealing with them more on a friendlier basis when possible. Yeah. Absolutely, especially when you know when some bad news is coming down. You know, you know, the, if they like you, they don't want to. Uh, you know, if you're a nameless, faceless website, they don't have a problem with dropping the hammer on you. But yeah, if something bad's coming down, um, I actually was in a real bad spot where I was driving really nice traffic, and I knew this program wasn't going to last because it was paying double the commission of yep. everyone else. I'm like, there's no way they can be profitable. And my only thing was, I just hope they have enough in the bank to cover the checks. <laughs> Three months later, and the first two months they cleared. On the third month, the check was late. And luckily, I was good friends with the affiliate manager. And, you know, but also I had professional dealings with the affiliate manager going back a long ways. And he didn't want to burn the bridge over this one bad, you know, client of his. Yep. So, you know, he told me stuff off the record said, hey, you know, things aren't looking rosy over here financially. I don't want you burned because, you know, you and I have a good relationship and I want it in the future. So here's a heads up. Don't get too much of a loss. So um, another great way of how, you know, being friends and making connections in the affiliate world really can help you. Definitely, definitely. I know, what conferences do you go to? I don't go to a ton of them. Uh, SES, AdTech. Some big ones. I do the ad tech one. Um, that I think is great for affiliate stuff now. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't so much, but I mean, the New York show—it's incredible. Um, the hallways are literally jammed. I just oh, hope yeah. like the fire department never comes because they're going to shut it down. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like even in the hallways, 60% um, of the hallway space is taken up with a booth. So it just. Everyone and anyone that you can make money online with is at New York Ad Tech. Um, I've never been to an affiliate summit. Um, I've heard nice things about it, but I've just never been able to work it into my schedule. Yeah, uh, affiliate summit's good. Uh, I've been to a couple. Uh, I haven't been, um, I haven't been to the recent one or two. Um, you know, it can be it can be pricey. The price tag I think probably scares a lot of um, affiliates away, but. Um, you know, I think they rec people recognize that it won't be a good conference without affiliates. So there's ways to get in for free. You know, talk to talk to your favorite affiliate manager who you are buddies with, and uh, you know, see what you can do. There, people give away passes. There's a lot um, of comp affiliates. Yeah, speaking of, we might have some news on that later on. <laughs> nice, because there is an affiliate summit show um, coming up in July. Yes, in Orlando. Yeah, I'm planning to go on that go down there for that, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. Well, that one I'm actually um, skipping out of because that's my birthday, and I got some people flying in here to New York, um, and we're doing a big 30th birthday party celebration. So nice. as much as I'd love to go to Affiliate Summit, partying in New York for my 30th birthday is uh, taking the cake there. Yes, yeah. There'll be other, there'll be other uh, Affiliate Summits. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, there's you know the pub cons and the SES, um, 
and you know, even the private conferences are starting to get really nice with the affiliates. Those are my favorites. You know, the the ones that are just a bunch of friends who get together and uh, yeah, you know, those, or the you know, they either you know destinations that crop up on their own, or you know, or they end up you know developing on the periphery of other shows. But um, you know, that's really where I have the, I, I enjoy the most. Those are the best. Well, my favorite show uh, of all time is there's a private one that takes place in uh, Marbella, Spain. Yeah. Uh, right on the Spanish Riviera. Ah, oh, that is just beautiful. And um, that one is that one is a four-letter acronym. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just tell you, just the weather's beautiful, the people are beautiful. Um, it's just everything that you want. You know, yeah. it's the reason why we do this stuff. It is. Uh, it's great. My only complaint is, from America, I can't get a direct flight there. But um, yeah, worth it though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's one of the few places I break my direct flight rule, and I actually <laughs> take a connecting flight to get there. Uh, so you know, otherwise, um, you know, I've never been to the Linkshare conference. You know, the networks have their own conferences. Oh, I've never yeah. been. In, I've never been invited to the Linkshare one because there were fierce competition in a former life, but. Um, I've been to the Commission Junction one, and that's a that's a really good conference. They really, do it, they do it upright. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people go there. A lot of uh, you know, it's it's funny. It's it's a different bunch. You know, when you my first my first Webmaster World conference was a major eye opener for me. That was in Boston. I think it was that two thousand and two. Oh yeah. That was when yeah. I was working. I was working at a network, and I thought, you know. The networks are where it's at. Nothing else outside of that. And I went to I went to this webmaster world on my own. I wasn't you know I wasn't in any official capacity because um, I live in I live in Boston, so that was easy. Mm-hmm. And I you know start chatting with some people, and they're like, oh yeah, be free. I think I heard of that. <laughs> like what? Where am I? But uh, that was that was the point where I realized that there's a big big world out there. And. Uh, for central PPC, PPC had a different meaning. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah it was, uh, that, but that was the beginning of uh, beginning of I guess you know I, first I first took the the blue pill, realized that, that uh, I needed to be on the other side. Actually, back then the blue pill was um, good money maker. <laughs> <laughs> Not that pill. <laughs> but yeah. No, we actually, um, we almost had a huge brawl in the uh, hotel lobby at Boston PubCon uh, four or five years ago. Yeah. Because one of the nicknames of affiliate marketers is uh, crackheads. Um, uh-huh. Because, you know, making money in affiliate marketing, it just gets so addictive. Once You know, it used to be a lot easier. It's still relatively easy. Um, and so people were saying it was crack. Um, and this one guy in the lobby, a local thought we were calling him a crackhead. <laughs> we're like, no, 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 buddy, trust us. We're just calling each other crackheads. And <laughs> he was ready for a good old fight. <laughs> but the uh, the scary thing is, I think he really was on crack. <laughs> he probably could have taken a whole bunch of you guys. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think he was going to feel any pain. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> moving on. Back to affiliate stuff. Let's talk about product data feeds for a little bit. Sure. Um, when do you think is a good time to use them, and when should people skip them? Um, if you're lazy, you should skip them. I think that's the uh, basic rule. You know, it's product data is powerful, and with, like most things that are powerful, it's dangerous. And uh, I don't know, people have made a huge mess with product data feeds. Uh, years ago, it was, you know, you could build a giant template site filled with products from a single merchant, and next week you'd be making a killing. Yeah. And uh, that's not the case anymore. So, you know, unless you've got some sneaky way to, to do that, which plenty of people do, I'm sure, um, you know, those days are over. But it doesn't mean, you know, doesn't mean they're not useful. You know, it's, you know, the best approach is to try and make something valuable, <laughs> heaven forbid, out of, uh, you know, out of product data. That's yeah, why you know, it's hard work, you know? marketing, because I didn't <laughs> want to do something useful. <laughs> you know, building a, a comparison shopping engine, you know, is something useful. You know? But, um, but I don't know. You know, with data feeds, if it seems too easy, then it's probably been beaten to death. And, um, you know, besides, you know, putting the data right into a, a website for, um, you know, for natural search, which, you know, is getting to be, um, really tough to make successful. You know, that you can still use them for paid search. They're great for mining keywords, um, you know, and creating landing pages for, you know, paid search campaigns. You know, so it's there's plenty of uses for them. Um, you know, there's a lot of scripts out there that will create websites for you. You know, mm -hmm. I think that their, their days have uh, pretty much ended. Yeah, um, I think you summed it up very well. Um, if, you're, if you have a product data feed and it seems too easy, then it's probably not worth your time at all. You know? yeah. um, unless you're doing something really cool and interesting with it, at which point you might as well make your own site um, mm -hmm. and start up your own online store. Um, you know, it's just not really going to be a good way to go about it. Yep. You know, just about every merchant who has a product catalog will give you their product data. Uh, it's, it still amazes me that they'll do this, but they do. And uh, so, you know, if you've got a good use for it, you know, ask for it. You know, getting it from the networks, you have to pay, typically, mm -hmm. uh, a couple hundred bucks one time to get access to them. Helps keep out the riffraff and the tire kickers, but um, I don't know. If you can't afford 200 bucks for a data feed, maybe you probably shouldn't be using it anyway. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, if you are put off by the 200 bucks, you can talk to the merchants, and most will give you access directly. So there's a lot of that to be had out there. Again, um, you know, if you need something, ask for it. That's really what it comes down to with so many things in this business. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to take our first commercial break here, and we're going to be right back with Scott Jangro, affiliate marketer. Stick around. Good karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Did you know about one out of five visitors are immediately bouncing off your site? Monetize. 
this bouncing traffic with StopBounce.com. Log on to StopBounce.com today and discover how easy it is to generate revenue from this previously untapped source, all while enhancing user experience. Earn money for each visitor leaving your site now with StopBounce.com. Turn lost opportunities into found profits. It's no secret. Linking with relevant sites is a dynamic way to enhance site traffic. Avoid using unethical practices to promote your website. Obtain quality, relevant links with linksmanager.com. Since 1999, linksmanager.com has been the leading choice for managing link campaigns by thousands of websites. Editor-based link management software makes relevant link exchange ethical, fast, and easy. No software to install. Free unlimited support. Try linksmanager.com free for 30 days. Accept no limitations. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. From WMR Studios, from Academy Award-winning producer, Mr. Producer, and Academy Award-winning director, Mr. Intern, comes a two-hour roller coaster ride of thrills. Excited about the uh, different things that are going on here. Chills. Wow, that's excellent. And pure adrenaline. How are you doing today, Greg? Excellent. 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 And again, sounds like the show's going pretty well for you. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Next Stuff Now's Chris Tolls. Excellent. And uh, welcome to Next Stuff Now. Good karma's good ROI, Greg Nyland. Trying to put your hole in the dam with all the cracks. You know, as soon as you get one, there's always a new one. Excellent. Starring the blockbuster event of the summer, Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Um, yeah, that's excellent. Critics hail it as the best buddy movie of the year. East meets West in his laugh out loud box office classic. Excellent. You'll cry. You'll cheer for Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Rated EX for excellent. Check out Next Stuff Now with Chris Tolls Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern and Good Karma Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Only on Webmaster Radio. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Excellent. Now back to Good Karma only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now here's your host. Hey everybody, welcome back, where we're helping teach newbies and old dogs a few new tricks about affiliate marketing with Scott Jan Grow, formerly of Be Free. Hey Scott, um, something I should have uh, done earlier in the show, and I apologize for not doing this sooner, but tell the listeners a little bit about your background here. Sure. Um, I was, uh, bef- starting in uh, the late 90s, I um, I've always been uh, 
doing web development, that sort of stuff. But in the late 90s, I joined a small company called Be Free, which um, was is, was one of the biggest affiliate providers. Um, had a bunch of huge clients, and uh, we got acquired by ValueClick, and they bought Commission Junction, and over the years, we all became Commission Junction. But I was I worked on the product product side, developing the uh, tools that affiliates and merchants both used to uh, run their affiliate programs. So a couple of years ago, um, you know, after we became Commission Junction, decided it was just time to meet, for me to leave. Uh, so took what I uh, I saw that there was there's a few dollars to be made being an affiliate. So I thought it'd be a good good time to give that a go. So I packed it up, quit the corporate life, and uh, retired to my pajamas and uh, been doing it ever since it's been uh, it's been fun and uh, it's you know been pretty successful at it and uh, so it's been uh, it's been a good ride Todd and, and here I am I, the highlight of my career on webmaster radio I think, uh, <laughs> I'll change my change my plans I think I'll just retire tomorrow yeah you, you've reached the uh, summit right here you know it's all downhill after this so I'm Michael Jordan there's nothing else I can do in my career <laughs> I'll go out for uh, Major League Baseball, maybe. Go play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, question for you: Cotton or silk? Pajamas. Cotton. Cotton, yeah. <laughs> slide out of my slide out of my desk chair and silk. <laughs> uh, well, that's why you got to go with like a suede uh, desk chair or something. You know, get a bit of grip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, on to the show. Um, so for affiliates that are curious, um, you can do organic stuff um, or you can do the paid search stuff. And if you're doing paid search, let's take a few moments and chat about trademark issues. What do people have to worry about when they're dealing with trademarks? Well, it's, yeah, I mean, trademark, trademark mark bidding is a big issue now. Um, getting a lot of attention from affiliate managers and their Many of them are grappling with this issue of uh, affiliates bidding on their trademarks. You know, they're worried about how they're being presented. They're, you know, there's, there's all, all these laws about control of your trademark and brand and blah, blah, blah. But uh, most of the big brands by now have restrictions on it. Um, you know, but there's, you know, there's two camps. One is that affiliates who bid on trademarks add no value. You know, people are, people are looking for a trademark. They're going to find the owner of that trademark and, you know, what are affiliates doing, but um, just taking advantage of that. Um, another is that, if you know, if you don't have people, your affiliates working for you on your trademarks, then the only one, you know, the only ones bidding on your trademarks are you and your competitors, right? So, um, you know, there's some logic that, uh, you know, by having some help, you can get a few more spots in the search engine results that are, you know, that are going to go to your site. Yep, and some people like going after the trademark ads because it pretty much guarantees you'll get a higher CTR on your. Uh, Absolutely. When you're talking about Google AdWords, they actually care about CTR, and Yahoo search marketing is getting more that way. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, it's no secret that the highest converting terms are, you know, for brand names, are, yeah. are you know, are their trademarks. So if you can bid on them, great. You know, if a merchant has a policy that allows it. Um, give it a go. I mean, it's a great way to try out a program. 
And I would say for the people that are listening, if they even say they don't allow it, contact the affiliate manager, okay? Um, and you'll be surprised how often they'll be flexible. Um, they're mostly saying, you know, on paper no, because they don't want anyone just doing it off the bat. But if they trust you and they like you and you explain why you're doing it, they'll generally let you go ahead and do it. Yeah, that's that's a great point. And, yeah, it, it comes back to, um, you know, talking to them and even better having some sort of relationship where they know and trust you. And, yeah, they, you're exactly right. Most, you know, most of them have policies on paper that they won't allow it, but if you search for their trademarks, you'll find some affiliates bidding on it. And it's not, you know, it's usually not affiliates breaking the rules. It sometimes is. But some affiliates have, you know, exceptions made for them. So, uh, you know, they'll, they'll make, many will make exceptions for a handful of, affiliates and allow that yeah um so i mean and that's with anything um whenever you're reading these affiliate agreements which shockingly very few people read um number one you should read it so that way you know what you're going to get paid for and what excuses they can use not to pay you (laughs) um (laughs) i've been down that road once and i'm never going down that again so i always read those affiliate agreements um and if there's anything in there that you don't like, talk to the affiliate manager. And lots of times you can get exceptions to things that they don't allow or they discourage. As long as you have a legitimate reason for doing it, um, if you're not going to make them look bad and you're going to increase their sales, they want to let you do it. You know, um, Because the more sales means the affiliate manager is getting more money at the end of the day also. Definitely. So, and also for paid search, how do you feel about going after the high traffic terms or going after the long tail? Um, that's that's a great that's a great question. You know, I'll take. You know, I I do both. You know, it's not easy to go after the long tail, but you know what? I'll take ten thousand dimes over a single hundred dollar bill any day. And uh, you know, if you've got the ability to generate. Large and manage number, large numbers of uh, low traffic keywords. It's, um, it's a great way to get in on the cheap. Um, it's not easy, you know, and it's really hard to do manually uh, to manage a ton of uh, keywords. So you, know, you need to be efficient at it to make it work because you'll spend a ton of time. But you know, and tools help um, at the very least a spreadsheet even better if you've got some sort of bid management tools to work with. Yeah, I mean, the big terms are expensive, and uh, you can lose your shirt really fast. So it's, it's high risk, but high conversion. So it's, you know, it's, it's good to play with both as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, as you're saying, you know, I mean, you can make good cases for both of them. Um, the one thing I will say for affiliates listening out there, make sure you have enough resources to do it right. Because if you don't have enough resources to do it right, pick one or the other. Um, because the only way you can lose is by doing too much and not doing it properly. Yeah, I mean, especially recently, um, you know, quality is becoming more and more an issue, especially in AdWords. Quality was an issue for a long time with Overture and then turned Yahoo. You know, they manually reviewed lots of stuff, but Google's catching up on that. And you know, if you you know don't have you know if you throw a bunch of crap in, especially going after long tail terms, and you throw two thousand keywords in one ad. You know, it's not gonna it's not gonna go well, and uh, they'll you know they'll they'll see that as poor quality, and you'll you'll end up paying a lot for those clicks. 
Yeah, one of my proudest moments. <laughs> I actually had such great quality on a term, and it wasn't like that competitive, but it was a little competitive. I was able to get it down to two cents a click and still rank <laughs> number one. That's awesome. That's the game, right? Yeah. Oh, it totally is. You know, and that's when you're like, man, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic at two cents a click, you can't beat that. <laughs> yeah, I mean if you can if you can get to uh you know, good C T R and good quality rankings on your ads, you know, it can it can really pay off. So it, it it's worth the time to uh to make things good. Mhm. How do you feel about Google and why they're not nice to affiliates? <laughs> <laughs> you don't love for affiliates at Google. None. I think if they if they could snap their fingers and affiliates were gone and they were still making all the money they're making, they'd do that in a second. But, um, yeah, I mean, the what was the first shot across the bow? A um, year and a half ago when they stopped allowing affiliates you know, or, or multiple ads on AdWords Yep. Um, going to the same location. So same destination URL, only one ad. That was the that was the beginning of the, on, the, on the paid search side. There's been a hate relationship for years on the on the natural search side and I guess it was just a matter of time until it all moved over to the paid search stuff. But I think the you know at the beginning in the paid search the affiliates were what was making them their bank. And uh, as soon as they can replace the affiliate revenue on paid search, the better as far as they're they're concerned I think. So yeah, it's um you know, I think the, the paid search for affiliates Dreamland is uh, starting to go away. But without affiliates yeah. Google Index would be nowhere. I mean, it would have like 100 pages. Without our auto-generated billions of pages, come on. <laughs> yeah, how are they going to keep their stats up? Exactly. You know, when Google and Yahoo start saying who has the biggest index, you know, it's the affiliates that pump up the index. <laughs> <laughs> Helping increase the Google Index one million pages at a time. <laughs> Thanks to data feeds, but uh, yeah, and, you know, and then you know that's you know that just pushed um, you know, what that did that made some affiliate that's probably sent some affiliates packing, but you know the smart ones figured it out and de- had to develop their own sites and landing pages, and you know it's not too hard to get around that. You know, yeah. you have a choice, right? You you compete with the merchants on their own on their own domain, or you uh, make your own sites. Yeah. It just raises the hurdle, and it keeps on making it harder and harder for affiliates to hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then the latest thing, which you actually wrote up on um, your blog, I believe, um, Google increasing the minimum bid prices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was um, yeah, about a month and a month and a half ago, beginning of April. Um, it was a huge threat on Webmaster World about it, but uh, I noticed it too. Certain keywords. Minimum bid prices got jacked up, you know, from ten, twenty cents to ten dollars, you know, in some cases. And other things, you know, other words, not at all. It was, it was kind of strange, and uh, I thought it was yet again them uh, taking out, taking it all out on me. But I, could, I saw that there were a lot of other people affected by it too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've had my ass handed to me so many times by Google. I just, you know, anything happens, I, I think they're just picking on me. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know, it, it's sort of like if you don't get uh, hit hard by Google at least once, you're not really in the game. You're not trying hard enough. It's like, it's like skiing. If you, don't, if, you, if you don't fall, you're not trying hard enough. Fall? I'm talking about <laughs> flying into a tree. <laughs> I'm talking about going off the ski jump with only one ski. <laughs> but I don't know. It feels to me, I mean, I don't know if, if I'm the only one, but it feels to me like they move their, some of their... Um, natural search algorithms that hammered us years ago, like Florida Update and all that stuff, moved all that over to, to the paid search side and started you know, adding quality score based on content of landing pages. You know, it has to be, a, it has to be a, an automated process. Yeah, there's so, no way they're doing this stuff manually. I mean, I'm sure there is a manual element to it, but when you're rolling something out on the scale of Google with all of their customers, it's got to be automated. Right. You know. right. So, you know, and if you read the AdWords blog, they talk, they've started talking about um, quality, both ad quality, getting the click rates up, and also on, uh, you know, the landing pages and stuff. So, you know, that's one of the things you run the risk of, like, like I said earlier, you know, if you throw a thousand keywords in one ad that's going to one place, you know, they're going to be looking at the keywords and compare it to the page it lands on. If it doesn't match up well, you're going to take a hit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Google cares about quality. That's why they allow eBay to advertise for nosebleeds. <laughs> Want a nosebleed? Go to eBay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's actually accurate. But, uh, <laughs> I searched for my last name. Apparently, I'm available as well. I don't know. Really? At a good price, might, I hope. <laughs> that might be accurate, too. Everyone has their price. <laughs> Oh, too funny. <laughs> so, you know, there's always the paid search that you can go over to Google AdWords and you can do Yahoo search marketing and all that fun stuff. Um, but I think what I'm starting to see is a blast from the past. People are starting to move back to banner ads and sponsoring targeted websites. Yeah. yeah. Have you been noticing that? Yeah, I have some. I mean, and, um, you know, I've noticed until I turned it off, I noticed some people were targeting my sites. But, um, and, uh, I don't know, based on who was it, I think it was Shoe Money on, on one of the shows he was on recently was talking about this, where um, when he was doing his, some of his uh, paid search testing, and he found that if he, he would buy ads on the made for AdSense site, scraper sites, mm -hmm. which, you know, have astronomic click-through rates, because there's nothing to do there but click on an AdSense ad. He, you know, he said, I think he was saying he'd, he'd buy the you know, sponsored spots on those sites and get, um, get clicks on the cheap there. But I haven't done it much, but that opened my eyes a little bit. And, and yeah, I think that you know, between that and you know, there's a, you know, all the, the blog ad type um, services that are out there, there's, uh, there's a new ad market. Yeah, I've been seeing people post it on uh, eBay, rent out, you know, a banner ad space on their website for three months, you know, and they just do it that way. Um, you can also do target them via using their advertise on the site link in uh, Google AdSense. Mm -hmm. um, just so many ways of going about it. But the people I've been seeing that have the most success with it are dealing directly with the uh, site owners and cutting Google out of the loop. 
which if I was Google, I'd be a little worried about that. You yeah. Know? Um, that's got to be a decent amount of revenue that they potentially could lose. That's yeah, that's a great point, and uh, yeah, and if and if you can get a text ad out of it, even better. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, and if not a text ad, maybe something else. But you know, banners ain't so bad if you do it correctly. <clears throat> All I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's just because if you think about it, there's a lot of sites out there. Um, you look at a place like MySpace, okay? Um, mm-hmm. MySpace has more traffic than Google. So, you know, doing paid um, advertising on Google is well and great, but there's a lot of other places out there, and if you target, you know, a forum that directly talks about your product, then you're probably going to have a much better uh, ROI on a simple banner ad. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And also because you're dealing directly with the site, you're going to have much better relationships. So it is possible to uh, to do better than than Google's targeting. Oh yeah, yep. Um, if you get a special private deal from Yahoo, you can actually name what keywords appear in your ads. That's really real nice. Yeah. Um, but enough about this. We're going to take our next commercial break. Listen to our fabulous sponsors. And we'll be right back talking more about affiliate stuff with Scott Jandro. Stay tuned, everybody. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. You choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. Choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. $6 million, $2.2 million, $4.4 billion, $6 million. And just kicking ass with domain name. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty, Monty. And uh, what, what's, uh, what's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for? It was approximately $144,000. About one hundred fifty grand. That's correct. Okay, great. You have had eBay by rent.com and shopping.com for a combined $1.4 billion. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty, 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 Monty. 
DDD, the master of your domain. Literally, probably 90 days after buying it uh, for $80,000, Interbrew bought it for $7 million. We appraised the property and helped get it sold for $3.4 million. It was the most valuable asset that they had, $6 million or $10 million on a domain name. When we sold autos.com for $2.2 million, people thought it was nuts, too. <laughs> domain Masters, only on Webmaster Radio. Be the master of your domain. Now back to Good Karma, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're talking with Scott Yangro. And by the way, if you like hearing what he's got to say, head on over to his blog at jangro.com. And you can read all of his interesting stuff about affiliate marketing in the world. Right, Scott? Right on. Very cool, very cool. Um, so we just posted in the chat room for any questions, and people are starting to type in their messages, so we'll give them a few more minutes. Um, and while we're waiting for those questions, what do you think is good advice for people looking to break into affiliate marketing? Um, I don't know. If you're starting from scratch, it's it's a tough road. I am, you know, like I said earlier, find something that you're interested in and uh, give it a go. Start a blog, um, read, check out message boards, um, buddy system again, make some friends, go to maybe some, find some local conference to go to. Um, it's not easy uh, anymore, so uh, so yeah, it's but rewarding, rewarding if it pays off. So I don't know. I guess I guess my uh, my. Advice would be uh, don't don't quit your day job day job too soon, but uh, give it a go because it can be definitely uh, lucrative. Um, and they are getting quite creative in the chat room <laughs> with their uh, comments. Thank you, Mr. Adman. <laughs> um, so. We got a question in right here, um, and it says, I'm interested to know how much it helped to uh, this fellow to work at an affiliate company. Um, you know, I, I, it, it, of course it helped to understand the business, uh, know people and that sort of thing. You know, we talked about knowing people and having connections and, and that sort of thing, and that's probably the, the biggest help. Um, otherwise, you know, it's... You know, you can know everything that someone someone's doing, or, or understand you know how you know, what someone is doing to prom- to uh, promote what they're promoting. But it's funny, you know, it's, it's as much luck as anything else. And uh, you can go after something that someone else is going after, and you you'll, you have no luck at it. But so it's helped some. But um, you know, I I think that you know I spent a year building up after I left, and um, it took me about a year to. Uh, to get on my feet. Mm-hmm. And did it help being exposed to any of the internal workings or anything at all? You know what it helps is um, it helps to keep the tinfoil hat off. You know, I, there's a lot of um, conspiracy theories, and people think that you know they're all everyone's out. You know, the networks are out to get affiliates and that sort of thing. You know, they're not. 
And, um, you know, I know things work. I know how they work. And I'm perfectly com- comfortable dealing with, um, you know, networks and that sort of thing based on my knowledge there. So, you know, it's, you know, it's all good. Cool. Um, and what do you do to keep yourself motivated? Yeah, that's that's a good one. Whether you know whether Google's giving you a kick in the balls, or uh, you know it's it's tough to keep things going after something like that happens, or you know if you're doing really well, you know it's easy to get lazy. So yeah, it's it's important to uh, to stay motivated. You know, I just try to remember that uh, what it was like commuting from you know 40 miles each way to a to a uh, regular job. That's one way, but. You know, and, the, and again, it comes back to having friends and stuff. You know, when something, you know, when you're down and need a little motivation, I talk to my friends and uh, get motivated again. Hear about how other people are are doing and and how they're doing well or not. And uh, you know, I also work with a the best thing I ever did. I I um, partnered up with another guy, and there's two of us um, working on this stuff now, and we just keep each other going. You know, it's uh, it's hard to find someone like that. I think that you can. Uh, you know, enter a kind of a formal partnership relationship with. Uh, it's almost like getting married, but um, you know that's been. Uh, we keep each other going when uh, when things get rough. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. I uh, have the same deal. I have one person that I'm very close with, um, and I share a lot more information. And in exchange, we you know help support each other when the chips are really down. You know, um, because when Google hands it to you and you're doubled over in pain <laughs> looking at the screen. <laughs> it really helps having, you know, a friendly voice that you can confide in and say, It's okay. We'll get back at Google next month. You know. Right. If they think this was bad, well wait till we <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> Um, another question we have here, is it worth trying PPC at a start when you are a newbie? Uh, yeah, I think it is. You know, it's uh, it's really tough. Um, you know, it takes a very long time to do well with uh, natural search. So really the only way to get traffic fast is, is paid search. Um, but, you know, you need a budget. And, um, you know, you can you need to you need to test things out and you know, I lose money on four or five things before I find a winner. And, uh, you know, you just got to know when to when to quit on it and, and cut your losses or, you know, and move on. But, you know, it's it's worked well for me. Yep. And um, it, I would say that's a great way to go, but start small with your budget. Don't spend a lot of money up front. Spend a little bit of money to make sure you have the right formula, the right keywords, the right bid prices, all that stuff. And then you can easily ramp up your budget down the line. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, it's understanding how the tools work. I mean, it's really easy. You can get up and running in, in um, AdWords in 10 or 15 minutes. Um, but, you know, you can you can definitely lose your shirt. So, yeah, pace yourself. Yep. Good advice. Well, cool. Um, at this point, I'd like to make the uh, announcement about Affiliate Summit. Um, our good friend, or my good friend, I should say, I don't know if you know these guys, um, but NicheWorks, N-I-C-H-E-W-O-R-K-S.com, NicheWorks.com. 
um, they run affiliate programs, and they have two free full conference passes for Affiliate Summit. Um, and they want to be give something back to the community. So any two affiliates that sign up at affiliateworks.com, um, just fill out the sign-up form, write contest in the comment field, and you'll be random. Uh, they're going to randomly pick two people over the next week. And next Thursday, we're going to announce the winner. So good deal. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a $1,500 conference pass. So if you didn't think you could swing it. Head on over. These guys are real good guys. I've had great dealings with them. Um, I trust them. You know, I don't deal with people I don't trust. And they're good guys, and they're giving something back. And, hey, it's a $1,500 conference pass you don't have to pay for. What could be better than that? I can't so, think of anything. Yeah. Well, unless they start throwing in, you know, your free bar tab. That could be nice. <laughs> So, any uh, departing words of wisdom? Um, no, I think we covered it all, man. But uh, this is a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so, for anyone out there in podcast land, um, you have until next week, Thursday, to go sign up May 18th, um, and we're going to be announcing the winner. So, Go over there, pick them, you know, sign up for it. We'll randomly select two of you lucky winners and give away these conference passes from NicheWorks, N-I-C-H-E-W-O-R-K-S.com. Thanks so much for taking time out and chatting with us, Scott, and I'll talk with you later. My pleasure. <laughs>